podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast, promoter Frank Warren. Just a week and a bit now to go to a huge rematch uh, in the UK between Lyndon Arthur and Anthony Yard. Let's start off with, though, uh, a fight on the undercard. I haven't spoke to you since it's been announced. Uh, Hamza Shiraz v Bradley Skeet. Talk to me about that one, Frank. Yeah, it's a good fight, that. It's uh, quite um, an interesting fight to see how far Hamza's got to. You know, Bradley, as we know, can be a very awkward customer. I mean, he was with us for a long, long time. We promoted his career and got him a number of uh, good, good high-profile fights. But I think this is a... I think it's a good fight for Hamza. I think it's a tough fight for him. But if he's what we think he is, then he should be in this, you know, be be showing that he can deal with the likes of of Bradley. But we will see. We will see because Bradley's not coming to roll over, that's for sure. Yeah, it should be a really good fight on the undercard. And also Dennis McCann uh, back out in action uh, on the Copper Box show on December 4th. So always good to see him out. Yeah, it's a good card. There's some good fights on there and the ticket's going extremely well. It'll be a good atmosphere. So, uh, fingers crossed, we should get a good evening's boxing there. Definitely. And of course, with the main event, it feels like this is one of the biggest fights that we've seen domestically uh, this year, Frank. Is that the feeling that you share as well? Yeah, it's very highly anticipated. The fact we're going to get a live audience there this time. And I think because of a lot of water's gone under the bridge since the, the last fight, which I feel will make it a much more interesting and a more competitive fight than it was last time. Um, that's pretty much my feeling. But I do, it didn't quite set a light, it didn't quite catch fire last time. But I think this time it will. I think there's a lot at stake for both of them. You know, Linda's got that number one spot. Um, Anthony wants to, wants to take that over. We've just done a, a deal which is going to be announced soon for, uh, it's been, it's imminent, the, for him to announce uh, Callum Johnson's fight and Joe Smith. So the winner of, you know, Lyndon and Anthony could be fighting the winner of that one. You know, I've been talking to Bob Aaron about it, so it's quite interesting times. Yeah, I saw Bob last week and he, he kind of let the the uh, Callum Johnson, Joe Smith Jr. out as well about January 15th. This is going to be put out in a few hours, Frank. So is it going to be January 15th in the States? Uh it will be, provided it goes out. Yeah, no problem. I don't, I don't want to jump in before they do. Yeah, it will be. The, you know, that's the date, and uh, we're all looking forward to it. You know, Callum, that's gonna that's gonna be a real good fight. The first six rounds of that fight is, is gonna, are going to be really interesting. If it goes really, really round, well, that's what I think. I think I think these two guys. You know, I think that they will. I think they'll be throwing bombs from the start. So I'm looking forward to it. I think I don't think it's going to go the distance. I think Callum's got an excellent chance of winning. Frank, um, you must be delighted to get Callum his world title shot. Obviously, he's had one before, but he's had to wait a really long time to get this second opportunity. We know he's not a spring chicken as well, Callum, so you must be delighted to get that over the line for him. Yeah, I'm pleased for him and Joe. You know, he worked, worked hard to get it, and I did promise him I'd get him in that position, and that's what we've done, and we've delivered on it. And, uh, and as I say, and I'm delighted, obviously, as well, that we've got the rematch on between um, Lyndon and Anthony and again the winner of that will get their shot mm, Okay um, let's talk about December 18th how's Tommy Fury doing? Tommy's, Tommy had a little bit of a cold but um, 
hopefully he's going to be okay. Uh, you know, it's, and uh, we're up there tomorrow. We're up in Morecambe tomorrow for uh, doing a press thing up there. So hopefully uh, we'll know more. But yeah, he's he, 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 you know he's up for it. He wants to fight. He can't wait for the fight. And I know that obviously from uh, Jake's perspective, he certainly can't wait for the fight. I know um, they had a press conference a few weeks ago, but Tommy had to fly home um, due to some some bad news about his mother. What, what's the news on that front? Is everything okay? I think that hopefully that's all settled down there. And, uh, you know, he's here. The unfortunate thing, you know, he did want to train in the States for the fight. We've been training here, as we've all seen with Tyson and, uh, and, and, and the team and his dad, John. Um, but hopefully she's 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 uh, okay and she's over the uh, the problems that she had. Yeah, Frank, he's got uh, his dad, John Fury, his brother Tyson Fury, Sugar Hill, and Andy Lee all working with him in camp in Morecambe. That's some team. That well, look, the team. I mean, that, you would, that's your A team, isn't it? He's got the A team with him, so uh, hopefully he'll um, he'll do the business on the night. He certainly get a lot of inspiration from him. There's no way he can, you know, he's going to be nothing but in top condition and nothing but mentally focused and prepared for this. Absolutely. Okay, let's move on to the heavyweight division. So I haven't spoke to you since uh, the WBT convention where Dylan White wasn't ordered to fight Tyson Fury. Of course, a lot of people in boxing and the world expected that to happen. What was your reaction when when you found out Dylan um, didn't get that order due to his uh, arbitration case going on behind the scenes? Well, I think... um, you know, we've we felt at one stage it was going to be ordered, but then when we hear, when I was hearing the background to it all, um, and the WBC, you know, and them having to go to arbitration, it is what it is. But we're not going to be sitting around waiting for the outcome, of the arbitration. And Tyson made it very clear he wants to fight late February, early March, and uh, we will make sure by hook or by crook that happens. Um, you know, there's a lot lot of things to be decided at that arbitration, and. That would determine even if he gets the, even if they order the fight. Hmm. Bob and, and Tyson have both said recently that um, since that news broke, that they're they're happy still to fight Dylan White if if they accept the offer, then that's what they'll do. Um, have you spoke to Tyson about that? Yeah, I have, and, that, and I'm seeing him tomorrow. As I said, I'm going up there, and we'll make a decision. I mean, uh, you know, in an ideal world, the fight I'd like to see is the uh, unification between him and Z- Usyk. I'd like to see. AJ step aside. I don't know whether he's going to do that or not. If he, if he would like to do that, for me, it'd make a lot of sense for him to do to, to step aside because in doing so, he guarantees him a shot of fighting for the four belts mm. against the winner. But anyway, um, if that, if, you know, we can't sit around waiting for everybody. In the meantime, you know, Tyson, as you said, wants to be out and we're looking at um, options and uh, that he will fight. He will fight around that time in the end of, end of February, early March. Okay, that's good to hear that he'll be out so soon. But in terms of whether it would be in Vegas or in the UK, that's, I guess, up for debate still. Uh, it, it, you know, ideally, it'd be in, in the UK. You know, Bob's his promoter in America and I'm the promoter for the rest of the world. So that's that's what, what, we're, what we're doing in the UK. You know, uh, if it makes the most sense, that's where we'd be. But the, end, you know, but the, the, the final decision will lay with or lie with Tyson for him, yeah. for him to decide what he wants to do. When I was in Vegas last week, Frank, I uh, caught up with Joe Joyce. He's training out there with Ishmael Salas. And he said, you know, mm. I'll get on with Tyson. Great. He's a friend of mine. But obviously, this is business. And if I can get my shot before Dylan White, I will happily take that. Um, and that's such an easy fight to make between Fury and Joyce, obviously, because of promotional reasons. Look, it's another option. And it's something, as I say, to sit down and discuss with, 
with Tyson. He'll make his decision. Joe, Joe, if you remember, I think it was about 18 months ago when one of Joshua's opponents pulled out, he said he had jumped straight in. There's no problem with Joe. He'll fight anyone. I mean, uh, I mean, the, what, the good thing about him, he doesn't turn anyone down. You know, he, he is what he is, and he's training hard, as you say, out there. But hope, you know, if we can do it, we would love to do that. But if not, you know, Joe, as will uh, Daniel Dubois, both of them will fight early next year. I was desperate to get them out before the end of the year, but because of all this stuff between um, the WBC, the WBO, BA, IVF, all up in the air about what was going to happen with the mandatories, we didn't want to jeopardise their respective positions as number ones, both number one in the BO and number one in the BA. But now that's all dealt with, we will we will get them out. Let's talk about the WBA for a second. I know there was this ongoing case between Trevor Bryant and Manuel Char, which was holding up Daniel Dubois' situation. Has that case been resolved yet, to your knowledge? Well, they they put something out a couple of weeks, about a few days ago. They were talk, what they were talking about. They're, they're a, it's a disaster area there. That heavyweight scene is a disaster area. You know, our guy, Daniel's number one, when we made that fight for him, against Dinu, that was on the understanding that he would fight, you know, he would be the mandatory. And that's where that's our position. And we agreed terms with Manuel Char for the fight, to be quite honest. And uh, now we're just waiting for all this, waiting for this thing to be sorted out. It's, 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 it's become a little bit messy at their end, but we will see. And when do you think that will be resolved? Well, they're going to have to resolve it quick because nobody's going to be sitting around on their backside waiting for it to, to do it. I mean, you know, it needs to be sorted out. And they need to deal with deal with the promises, the contractual obligations that everybody made. They're going to have to deal with it. Okay. Um, but in terms of Daniel, what's the latest on him? When's he going to be out? Uh, Daniel will be out, as I say, early in the new year. So we'll get, I'm, I'm sitting down next week with uh, BT and we'll go through the, um, the dates. I've been out of action. You know, I've been to the last couple of shows because I had the terrible stinking flu. So I couldn't go to the last two shows. So I'm, out, I'm seeing him next week and we'll work from there. Okay, so at, at the moment, it sounds like we're going to have Tyson Fury, Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois all out kind of February, March time next year. And Zach Parker. Yeah. You know, interesting times now. Again, when you look at what's happening with uh, Canelo, he looks like he's going to fight a cruiserweight. Does that mean he's ever going to come back down to super middleweight or he's settled at light heavy? So Zach's in really in a good position. He's ranked number one. So, you know, we're in, we're in, we're in good shape. And if, and, if, and if Canelo's in the light heavyweight division, the outcome of the winner of all these fights, hopefully, be in the mix there as well for a big fight. Definitely. Well, I know Daniel Jacobs is right behind Zach Parker. So if that title becomes vacant, the WBO, then it'll be Parker v. Jacobs for that world title. Yeah, no problem making that. Good fight. Definitely is. Uh, Frank, also, we saw at the convention that David Avenesian has been ordered to fight Virgil Ortiz Jr., in a final eliminator for Errol Spence's WBC welterweight title. That is one of the best fights in world boxing at all That is. I mean, that's got war written all over it, hasn't <laughs> it? And uh, Ortiz, I think, is having a fight in January and then then, then, then they'll have their respective, then they'll have the fight. So we'll speak with um, Golden Boy and we'll get that on. We'll get that sorted out between us. But that's a cracking fight, a really good quality fight. Yeah, it's a bloodbath, that one. That's <laughs> one way to put it. And then, of course, you know, if David comes out on top, then he's going to be ordered to fight Errol Spence um, again. Right? Yeah, fights more boxing. Well, he's in a good, you know, he's in a good position. He's he's we've worked hard to get himself in that position. We worked very hard between the, the whole team, you know, with um, 
you know, with uh, Neil Marsh, some Francis at the convention, and everyone worked very hard to get that situation, get that fight with Ortiz. So that's where we where we're at. So hopefully, he can capitalise on that now. Yeah, definitely. In terms of the welterweight, so let me just quickly ask you about um, the weekend's events where we saw Terence Crawford stop Sean Paul. Did you see the fight, Frank? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. I watched it in the sort of early or the early hours of the morning. Um, I've got to be honest; it didn't quite catch a light how I expected it to. There was a lot of holding in there, and it got you know, a couple of times it got mess- messy. You know, Crawford done what he had to do, but I was quite disappointed the way it ended. Uh, what uh, yeah. Kenny Porter's decision to pull him out? Well, look, he's his dad, so I get it and I understand that. But he didn't complain about being pulled out, mm. you know, at all. Um, maybe he just didn't, it, it, there was nothing there and he couldn't move on. But it, it was quite, you know, it wasn't the ending at, that I would like to have seen, if you know what I mean. But, but at least he got out, he, I mean, he got out safely. Yeah. But, you know, Terrence showed that he's uh, what a great fighter he is. Mm. And then obviously Sean Porter announced his retirement uh, on the same night and a, a tremendous career. Tremendous career. Wonder you know, you know, if he stayed retired, who knows? But uh, you know, it's probably the best thing to do for him. All right, Frank. Well, a few hours before uh, Crawford Porter, obviously in the UK, there was a Sky show. Obviously, they've had a few now with Boxer. Uh, what did you make of the show? Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I mean, obviously, they lost a couple of fights off there due to um, you know, fighters pulling out Ill- illness. I think Liam Williams was out. I don't, by the way, I don't know what why, why I don't know why he, why he keeps pissing around um, Eubanks Junior. Come and fight Zach. What a great fight that would be! Fight Zach Parker. There's a great fight. Let's see who's the best out of them two. That'd be a great fight, to make. But um, what did I think of the show? Look, you know what I've seen it is it is what it is. Obviously, young they're a young team, young guys. Hopefully, they'll 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 build and get better. But um, you know. It, uh, it, now, I don't mean it's disparaging, but I'm not seeing anything ultra special in the shows yet that, that makes me, you know, sort of take a second look at it or, or continue. I mean, I still think BT is far, far and above, head and shoulders above uh, anyone's shows in this country. Okay. Well, see, it's, uh, you've got three kind of big networks pushing stuff with Sky. We mentioned there, obviously, DAZN. Uh, and Matram are doing their shows. Have you been watching many of their shows? Obviously, you had Kid Galad the other weekend who lost his titles to Kiko Martinez. And obviously, they've been doing more stuff in the UK since their deal with Matram. Well, they have. And they've, I think they've lost quite... A, they've had a few losses over the last few uh, months, haven't they? You know, Galad got beat. Um, the, young, the, young, the young girl, Savannah, got beat. Uh, oh, it was Terry Harper. Terry Harper. Sorry, I apologise. Terry Harper got beat. Um, they've had a, a few of them, a few of them uh, beat over the last uh, few shows, and that's that's boxing. That's cycles. That's what happens in boxing, and that sorts the men out from the boys. You know, can you now regroup and rebuild? You know, Joshua got beat. The only good thing I think for him is that you know, you know, that's bad. But the good thing out of it, from the fighters' perspective, hardly anybody see him get beat. Okay. Um, any any developments on that situation with Dazone and BT, Frank? No, I mean, look, it, it is what it is, and I'm, I can't be more more clear than than, I, than 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 I've been. We have a contract with BT, not BT Sport, BT, and it is an exclusive contract for their boxing and for their pay per view. And if even if they did do the sale, it would make no difference to our position. Matchroom would not be able to put any fights on. 
whilst we have a contract during our, our contractual period. They just couldn't do it. That's a fact. That's how it is. And we ain't, we, you know, we're not walking away from our contract. That's for sure. So even if they did, even if they did buy it, it they don't expect to be seeing any matrim stuff on there because legally they just can't do that. But would, so would you don't offer you to put your shows that you're doing on BT on their platform? They can't do nothing other than that because we have an exclusive deal. They they are our, they are contractually obliged, BT or anybody who was to buy it. If they were to buy BT Sport, they're contractually obliged to broadcast our shows and broadcast any boxing on pay-per-view exclusively with us unless we give um, our consent otherwise. Okay. All right. Well, listen, Frank, uh, good to catch up with you today. Is there anything you'd like to add before we close off? No. Um, had a bit of a setback the weekend again at Arsenal. I mean, we looked like we was flying and then it all fell apart. Up in Liverpool, I mean, and when I say fell apart, it just completely fell apart in that sort of late first half, second half. I thought um, we was lucky to get away with four 0 I mean, the goalkeeper was outstanding. It could have been six or seven nil. Well, at least you haven't had your manager sacked. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, everybody's looking for a, a manager at the moment, aren't, aren't they? Somebody told me they're bringing in Manchester United some Italian guy called Sa- Samuelo. Aladicio, I don't know if he's coming in on it. <laughs> I think I've heard of him before. <laughs> Who knows? Frank Warren, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Look forward to uh, December 4th, obviously Yard Arthur, Shiraz V. Skeet and Dennis McCann also in the built amongst many others. And uh, we'll speak on Fight Week next week, OK? Lovely. Thanks so much. Cheers, mate. Bye. Cheers, Frank. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.